unveiling the secrets A-list copywriters use to make themselves and their clients millions. This is the Copywriters Podcast with your host, the world's greatest copywriting coach, David Garfinkel. Welcome back to the Copywriters Podcast with your host, the world's greatest copywriting coach, David Garfinkel. David, how are you doing today? Nathan, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, and I'm excited about today's episode because it's one of my favorite parts of copywriting. So I'm going to leave it at that, tease it, and let you take it from there. Okay, good. Well, today we're going to look at bullet points in an exciting new way. Now, in copy, bullet points are specialized and different from bullet points everywhere else. Because in most forms of writing, bullet points condense facts and offer a summary. Not in copy, though. See, in copy, bullet points are condensed, but they're emotionally driven, focused statements or promises that are sometimes powerful enough by themselves to make the sale. And Nathan, a few episodes ago, you mentioned that when you're looking at sales copy, you look at the bullet points first. I'd never heard anyone say that before, and I thought it was interesting. I gave it some thought, and I realized bullet points do a lot more for you and for nearly everyone else reading copy than most people realized. Then I went through three classic ads. And these are one by Gene Schwartz, one by Ted Nicholas, one by Mel Martin, all Hall of Fame copywriters. Then I hand copied more than 60 of the bullet points onto this giant sheet of paper. And that was quite an emotional roller coaster all by itself, especially the Gene Schwartz bullets. They can really send your neurohormones jumping. In the process, I realized these master copywriters were doing a lot more with their bullet points than we usually think of when we write our own bullet points. I don't know if they were doing it on purpose or just intuitively. I'll tell you about my findings and share the exact bullet points the great copywriters wrote. But first, I feel so compelled to share this with you. Copy is powerful. You're responsible for how you use what you hear in this podcast. Most of the time, common sense is all you need. But if you make extreme claims, and or if you're writing copy for offers in highly regulated industries like health, finance, and business opportunity, you may want to get a legal review after you write and before you start using your copy. My larger clients do this all the time. Okay, to get us started, and so we can all remember the enormous sales power of bullets, let me share with you a story I told six years and two months ago on one of the earliest episodes of this podcast. See if you remember it. If you've been listening to every single episode, Nathan, you may be the only one. But an Afghanistan vet and his wife went to the housewares department of a big box store. They were looking for an electric can opener. The vet was an amputee. He only had his right arm. The salesman showed the man and his wife the best model and started rattling off all the features. UL approved, cordless operation, easy to clean, five-star reviews online. The couple listened politely but didn't say a thing. <clears throat> this made the salesman nervous. Are there any questions I can answer for you, he said. Just one, said the vet with a smile. If I get this model, 
Can I open a can with just one hand? The salesman was embarrassed that he had failed to mention this, but he recovered quickly enough and he said yes. And the couple happily bought the new can opener. So every customer is like the vet. I don't mean every customer is an amputee. What I mean is there's usually one performance or benefit that towers in importance over all others. Maybe customers don't realize they're looking for it, but when they find out, that alone may be all they need to get them to buy. Now, bullet points are where you highlight individual benefits, usually not features, but benefits. It's worth getting a good look at them because better bullets mean more sales. So before we get into the five kinds of bullets I've discovered, let's go over just a few high points from the foundational podcast and zero in on some bullet basics. First, don't use bullet points just to list your features. Okay, let's say you got a device to hang business suits on for guys six foot seven and taller. Don't do this. One foot taller than your average standalone suit hanger. Here's why. You're making the prospect do the mental work to figure out what that means. Not a good idea. Instead, spell out what it means for the prospect and save them the work like this. Built for guys like you, so the bottom of your suit will never touch the ground. But one thing you could do is include both a feature and a benefit of those features. One foot taller than other suit hangers, so it's built for guys like you. That means the bottom of your suit jacket will never touch the ground. Okay, first basic. Second basic, create intrigue. Leave some stuff out. Don't make your bullet point a condensed, all-inclusive description of something. Use intrigue to tease the prospect about unusual benefits they might want without always spelling it out 100%. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's say you've got a tropical resort, which includes a petting zoo for children. So don't do a bullet like this. Your children will have a great time with our friendly petting zoo crew. Seven sheep, two ponies, four yamas, and three kangaroos. (laughs) Instead, do one like this. Your children will love our special petting zoo with familiar and exotic animals. They're all safe, and your kids will learn about animals they've never seen before. That way, the prospect gets excited dreaming about what those animals might be. And finally, here's a one-minute guide to writing your bullets. Go over the whole product slowly and carefully. When you write and edit bullets, this is a time when you really need to slow down. Pull out as many unique features as you can. Make each feature into at least one bullet, and then make each bullet as good as you can make it. This is what the pros do. Okay, that covers our mini recap of Copywriters Podcast episode number six. Nathan, bring up any thoughts or poignant memories? Yeah, and if I let the cat out of the bag on one of these, I apologize in advance, but when you were talking about not giving it all away or kind of leaving a little bit of tease there, I remember mm-hmm. reading a bullet for, I think it was a, like a travel guide, like a, a best way to travel the world or whatever. And one of the bullets was like, the three things you should never eat on an airplane, page 52. And man, if I did not want to buy that book just to read page 52, and I think that was a great example of what you were talking about. Where we have that bullet. 
today we're going to talk okay. about. Yeah. So I did let the cat out of the bag. Dang it. Now nah, it's a great it's a great tease because hmm, what what is hmm, okay. All right. So let's get into the five kinds of bullets. Again, I started going through three ads, each one by a Hall of Fame copywriter. First one was Ted Nicholas's ad for how to do business tax free. And this is a book about offshore tax havens. The second one was Gene Schwartz's how to bring out the magic in your mind. Has this man developed the power to see into the future and control his own destiny? And he can convey that power to you overnight simply by showing you these few tricks that bring out the buried magic in your mind. And the third one is Mel Martin's one has the bullet you were talking about, his ad for bottom line newsletter, which has tips and tricks for making money, saving money, and staying healthier. Mm. Mel Martin, the copywriter in this ad, by the way, was known back in the day as the world's slowest copywriter. If I remember correctly, it could take him six weeks just to write a headline. But with the results his copy got, his clients knew it was worth the wait. So I went through the bullets in these ads and I pulled out five different types. Now, each type is the primary function of the bullet. It's not the only thing the bullet will do. And I'll get into that more as we get into the bullets. One, bullets that answer objections. Two, bullets that assert benefits. Three, bullets that create curiosity. Four, bullets that stun and fascinate. Five, bullets that deliver a warning. Again, before we get into the bullets, let me point out that almost all bullets in every category have benefits and curiosity to some degree. But the difference in why it would end up in one category or another is mainly in the emphasis and the intention of the bullet itself. Okay, here they are. Number one, bullets that answer objections. So usually when we as copywriters want to deal with objections, we state the objection and then we make a case to disprove it. And this can work and often it's an effective strategy. Now a more sophisticated strategy is to use a testimonial. You have a customer state, I used to have that objection before I bought and then I found out what I was worried about never happened, never, never even had to worry about it after all. And that's pretty good. One of the most sophisticated ways to answer objections is in a bullet point. I found several bullets that do this beautifully in these three ads. Think about the products. Someone who's interested in tax havens might understandably wonder if they're legal. And even if they are, the person might wonder whether they would qualify. In the book on mind magic, a slightly different objection could prevent the sale, namely, okay, can I do this? And for the bottom line newsletter, a potential subscriber is learning about all these new ideas and unusual ways to do things, new and unusual. Naturally, that person's going to have some doubts. So I found a handful of bullets that answer these objections, handle them masterfully. Let's go through them and after I read each bullet, I'll tell you the objection I think it addresses. When you have some copy and the performance of the copy is mission critical, who are you going to call? Not Ghostbusters. They don't do copy critiques last time I checked. A lot of people, from the most advanced to the up-and-coming copywriters, reach out to me. I do copy critiques. One client, Brett Alcorn, has hired me 20 times. Yep, 20 times. 
That's because on the very first critique I did for him, he doubled his conversions on a video sales letter. Every month, I do a handful of critiques for GKIC members. These are copywriters and small business owners who are trained and experienced, but they need another set of experienced eyes to go over their copy to take it to the next level. One A-lister told me I go over copy like an IRS auditor. Now, I wasn't sure whether to take that as a compliment or not, but he assured me it was. He said, I can find the one flaw or several flaws in copy that no one else was able to and make winning suggestions on how to fix them. So when you need a copy critique, just go to garfinkelcoaching.com and click on the services tab, garfinkelcoaching.com for a critique. Thank you. And now back to the show. So this is for the book on tax havens. Bullet. How are tax havens applicable? No, bullet. How tax havens are applicable, whether income is modest or substantial. Now, that might not sound like it's answering an objection, but it answers the objection, I'm not a gazillionaire. Can I still get a tax haven? Okay, bullet. How tax havens apply, whether you are salaried or self-employed. And this answers, do you need to have your own business before you can get a tax haven? And bullet, how to use your tax haven completely legally. It answers a real worry for someone who's naive and new to this. Are tax havens even legal? Mm-hmm. Okay. Gene, magic in your mind book. Bullet, the power we all have to cure disease. It answers, can anyone do this or only certain people? Power we all have, right? And for the Mel Martin bottom line newsletter, How to make money in a declining stock market, done all the time by Wall Street professionals, and it's easier than it sounds. It answers the question, can an ordinary investor do this? Is it hard to do? Bullet, intensity of pain in a dentist's office depends on the time of day, new discovery, hours when it hurts least. After the first sentence, depends on time of day, it answers the question, well, if that's true, when are those times? So as you can see, you can use bullets as an additional and very powerful way to answer objections. And the best part is you don't even have to bring up the objection itself. Of course, it would be good not to depend just on bullet points for this, but they can add a lot of additional convincing power to your copy. Until I got into this, Nathan, I never even thought of using bullets to answer objections. Do you? Yeah. And what I like about what this spells out is it answers the one question that's preventing them from buying the objection question, but then it Uh opens up a bunch of questions that make them want to buy. So the question that was preventing them from buying is handled and then it's replaced with questions that encourage them to buy, which is just genius. Yeah. Well, these guys are hall of fame copywriters. They really know how to do it. All right. Category two bullets that assert benefits. When most people who know about copy think of bullets, this is one of the two things they think about, the other being curiosity, which is another category. I want to say up front that almost all, and I'm repeating myself here, but this is important, almost all bullets contain benefits. So why am I setting this up as a separate category? Simple. It has to do with emphasis. When you zero in on one benefit of one feature and give that bullet a lot of energy and polish, you're really making that benefit stand out to a prospect who is looking exactly for that benefit. 
sounds kind of obvious when you say it, but remember, you don't know what's on the mind of every prospect who reads or sees or hears your copy. You might know some of the things, but everyone's got their own unique particular set of priorities and circumstances. So let's take a look at a few of the really strong benefit bullets I found in these ads. And for Ted Nicholas and the Tax Haven book, how to use the secrets millionaires use to legally reduce or eliminate tax. How to maintain maximum privacy. These are very basic bullets, but that's appropriate for a legal financial guide on avoiding taxes. I think they strike right at the heart of what's on the mind of someone thinking of buying this book. Gene Schwartz, Magic in Your Mind book. Bullet, the three rules of money magic that, when observed, can bring you spectacular success in everything you do. Bullet, the magic key that unlocks the door to radiant health, strength, and long life. All I can say is who wouldn't want those? (laughs) And Mel Martin, bottom line newsletter, how to buy items on sale prices even when they're not on sale. And bullet, how to get VIP treatment at hospital. All patients are not treated equally. Sure, why not? The unfair advantage strategy. It may not pass the purest driven snow test, but these are real things people definitely want. So that's it for benefit bullets. We've just been through six very powerful ones. What I think about is, and I don't remember who taught me this, but a lot of times you got to imagine you're walking up, you're a door-to-door salesman, you're walking up to somebody's house, they're busy, the phone's ringing, the kid's crying, the sink is about to overflow because they're washing dishes with the water on, and you're going to interrupt them and ask them to give you 15 minutes to make a sales pitch. You might only have 15 seconds to make one promise to make sure that they actually pay attention and knowing who the person is and what's that one promise that will get them to pay attention to the rest of the sales pitch. That's kind of what these bullets do. You know who you're talking to, you know, the one promise that'll make them read the rest of the sales letter. So if they're a skimmer like me and they jump straight to the bullets, what's that one bullet that's going to make them pay attention throughout the rest of the sales letter? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right, three, bullets that create curiosity. So curiosity bullets are basically bullets that create curiosity about a benefit. Sometimes we call them blind bullets because the reader or listener remains, quote unquote, blind to what you're actually talking about. This gives your prospects some room to dream a little bit. Okay, let's see how our Hall of Famers did their curiosity bullets. In Ted's Tax Haven book promo, two tax havens of special merit. The prospect is going to wonder, "Hmm, which ones are they? And why are they, quote unquote, of special merit? Gene, the magic in your mind book. The lifelong secret of 100-year-old Tibetan yogis and Indian fakirs. Simple routines that rejuvenate your health overnight. The magic tool that stretches time. You kind of wonder what the magic tool and what those secrets are. (laughs) And now, bottom line newsletter. Bills, it's okay to pay late. And here's yours, Nathan. What, never to eat on an airplane. I guess everyone would know which bills are okay to pay late. And as you proved earlier, the second bullet, what never to eat on an airplane, was so good that it became famous. 
how many bullets become famous. That one <laughs> became famous, at least among copywriters. Sometimes I struggle with coming up with good blind bullets. They're not quite as easy. They don't come as easily for me as most other bullets do. But man, they're so powerful. Yeah. I mean, I remember, and I, I mentioned this in our earlier podcast, one really famous top earning copywriter said sometimes you could spend one day just on a bullet, you know? Mm -hmm. And when you have a lot of upside potential, a big mass market or very high ticket item, it's worth it, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. All right. Number four, bullets that stun and fascinate or shockers. And these bullets are supposed to startle you, to get you going, what? You don't want too many of them in your copy. In fact, you might not want any at all. And Ted didn't. As you may have noticed, at least in this ad, he's pretty low on the emotional Richter scale. But for good reason. He's got two things arguing against using too much emotion. Financial plus legal topic. Serious stuff. So he stays very conservative, simple, and straightforward. So these shocker bullets are from the other two copywriters. Gene Schwartz, Magic of the Mind. Bullet, the kind of bread that may be slowly killing your mind. Mm. And Bullet, the simple magic formula that banishes fears, enabling you to triumph over obstacles. Mel Martin, Bottom Line Newsletter. The secret legal ways to hide your assets from the IRS. Bullet, credit cards that can start charging interest before you even get the bill. And bullet, what never to tell an insurance adjuster. First thing said after loss can be worst mistake. Notice that none of these were really over the top or super hyped, but they were enough out of the ordinary to get you worried or at least get you to do a double take. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like these because they appeal to our natural nature, our natural nature, to want to know what's that What's that rumbling in the bushes? Is it a predator? Is it a snake? Is it maybe lunch? I need to know. Yeah, exactly. Okay, and finally, bullets that deliver, this is category number five, bullets that deliver a warning, prevention or protection bullets. All three of our Hall of Famers have bullets here. Warning bullets may not be as new or unique to you as some of the other categories, but they're important. They allow you to use fear in a legitimate, believable way in a bullet point. Well, let's check these out for Tax Havens by Ted Nicholas. Not the book, but the ad. How to set up a family trust to protect your savings and earn income tax-free. This may just sound like a how-to benefit bullet, but Take a close look. How to set up a family trust to protect your savings and earn income tax-free. Sandwiched in the middle of it are the words, protect your savings. I'm going to say a few words, especially for uh, if we got any tech bros or um, billionaires listening. Silicon Valley Bank. Credit Suisse. Okay? So <laughs> protecting your savings is a fear people always have. And a solution to that real or imagined danger implies that you can avoid losing your savings with the information in this book. The warning bullets from the other two copywriters are more obviously warning bullets. Gene, magic of your mind. Book. Bullet. The paralyzing thought that keeps you from true success and how to rid yourself of it at once. 
Mel Martin, bottom line newsletter. Numbers that should never be used on a combination lock. Professional burglars try these first. Mm-hmm. Bullet. Safest place in any hotel room to hide valuables. Mm. Yeah, I think these are great. What I like about these is that I've heard it stated and I know it's true. People will put a lot more effort into avoiding loss than they will into trying to gain something. So these are making that appeal to here's how you avoid loss. And that is almost impossible for people to ignore. Yeah, I agree. All right. So that's it. Five kinds of bullets. Okay. So that's it. Five times of bullets, bullets that answer objections, bullets that assert benefits, bullets that create curiosity, bullets that startle and fascinate, and bullets that deliver a warning. I'm going to jump in and add something that will not be in the show notes. But when I first started learning how to write bullets, my favorite, and it's still, I just checked, it's still a free resource. Gary Bensavanga has marketingbullets.com, and it's a list of Bensavanga bullets, Bensavanga bullets. And uh, he was the guy that really made it to where I understood how bullets are supposed to work. So if you enjoyed this episode, not a plug, not a sponsor, but I just wanted to share marketingbullets.com is a great place to get a more of a deep dive into how to use bullets in your sales copy as well. Yeah. And for anyone who hasn't heard of Ben Savenga, he's right up there at the top of the hall of fame copywriter. So yes, absolutely. Great idea, man. Oh, this was such a fun episode, David. Thank you for putting it together, man. Yeah, you're welcome. It was fun. All right. And if you enjoyed it as much as I did, make sure that you head over to copywriterspodcast.com. You can check out, over 300 other episodes of the copywriters podcast now. And while you're there, make sure that you like subscribe and make sure that you don't miss future episodes of the podcast. And until next time, we will catch you later. Catch you later. Hey, did you enjoy today's show? Want to help get it into the ears of more listeners? Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast app. This is the Copy and Funnels Podcast Network.